Today, I'm going to talk about something called the epiphany trap, okay? Now, the epiphany trap is something that we all fall into, myself included, multiple times, um, but it doesn't always have to be a trap. And the funny thing about an epiphany trap is every time we go through it, we think it's the first time we've gone through it. We've gone through it many, many times and we'll go through it many, many times. So I wanna shine some light on it. And there's good and there's bad things about it. So my goal is to highlight the bad, show you that it's there. So hopefully you don't turn that epiphany into the epiphany trap. That's the goal, okay? Now, when I say epiphany, I'm talking about like some type of realization, a big revelation, an aha moment. So I want you to think for a second and I want you to ask yourself, have you had an aha moment with your health, your fitness, your weight loss, your nutrition? Have you had an aha moment? You're like, yes, that's the reason. That's the problem. That's the solution. Oh my God, I finally figured it out. Have you had a moment like that? Think about it. Usually the answer is yes. And usually the answer is yes a couple times. But here's, what good, well, here's what's good about this thing. So these aha moments, it's not just like a little thing. It's a huge like lightning bolt that strikes you, okay? So here's what's good about these and, and why we want to keep having them. So first thing, if you've had an, an, um, an epiphany, an aha moment lately, or you'll have one soon, um, what it shows me and what it should show you is that you are in a stage of self-growth. You are analyzing yourself and your behaviors more. You are reflecting more. You are challenging yourself more. So you're in a really good state of being like self-analytical. So you're in a really good state. If you're having epiphany moments and ahas and oh my goodness, like things clicking, that is a good sign that you are putting yourself in more uncomfortable situations, challenging the old you. So it's a good sign. It means you're being much more self-reflective and you're actually in a growth-oriented environment, okay? Whether that's huge growth or small growth, it's still a good sign if you're having these things. Now, when you have these, if you think back to the last time you had one, um, it's like a huge explosion of inspiration, of passion, of motivation. It's like the path becomes clear all of a sudden, right? Like Moses parted the Red Sea. You're like, that's what I need to do. Now I know what I need to do, right? Or that makes so much sense, or, or I know I need to stop this one thing. There's something that becomes super clear to you. And it's like the path gets lit up and you know exactly where to focus your energies and efforts, right? So another good thing about these is that now it gives you uh, less overwhelm. You can focus your energy instead of thinking, oh my God, there's a million things to do. You now have some direction of, of where to go. So there's a, you have this like fire of this is my mission now, right? So you got, you got your clarity. And also when you get clarity, when you finally know where to focus your effort, because a lot of the times it's not that we don't have the effort. It's just that we think it's going to take way too much effort because we don't know where to put it. So we decide to just not even try because it's going to be a waste, right? So once you actually do get that clarity, you also get confidence, right? Because now you're like, okay, this one thing makes sense. I can see a return of my effort in there. So I'm confident that if I do this one thing, I will see the results that I so badly want. So you get, um, so it's a sign that you are in a growth oriented environment. You will get clarity from it. And from the clarity, you'll gain confidence, right? You follow me so far? Lots of good stuff with these little epiphanies, okay? 
Now, let's talk about the bad side of these epiphanies, okay? I want you to think, when you had it, how long from when you had it to when you made the change to when you stopped completely or stopped a little bit? How long was that? Usually not very long, right? Or till the old you worked back in or something distracted you or you forgot or it was too much work, something happened, right? So the problem with an epiphany that you have to look out for is because it's so strong and it explodes into your mind, we don't want to explode with motivation and then fizzle out. And that's what happens. We explode with inspiration and then we fizzle out. And then what we end up doing in our fizzled out state is we keep thinking, how can I get back to that epiphany state? Right? You think, how can I get that burst? Well, that burst is not sustainable and not realistic. So when we get these epiphanies, we have to say, okay, not how can I run with it? How can I just keep burning? How can I keep burning? Not explode and then fizzle out. How can I do a nice slow burn? Okay, so one of the downsides of having these aha moments and these realizations is that because they are so strong and they, they, they cause you to feel so strongly as well, we, we, we over attack them, we'll say. We usually over attack them. And, and here's like a hypothetical I wanna, I wanna give to you. So let's say, okay, you have the choice between flying in a plane with a pilot who's read every single book there is to know about airplanes, but he's never actually flown a plane. And then the other option was uh, 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 flying in a plane with a pilot who has never read a single book, doesn't know much about airplanes, but he's actually flown a plane before, right? Which one are you gonna choose? The person who's done the action, not the person who knows the most, the person who's done the action. And this is a perfect example of what happens at the peak points of motivation in your journey. Pay attention. You are the pilot that finally finished the entire encyclopedia of knowledge that you were looking for, right? It feels like there's a puzzle piece that finally gets finished, right? On that peak motivation, whether it was, you know, you had a great week or a realization or you beat a bad habit or whatever it was that you discovered in that lightning bolt, right? You finally figured it out. You have all the knowledge you need on how to fly the plane but we usually stop there. We usually stop with just the knowledge and we never actually get to practicing to fly the plane. And so that is where these become damaging, okay? Because we become, the longer you're on this journey, there will be no shortage of epiphanies. That is for sure, right? But what happens is you unlock these levels, you unlock all these different levels, but you never actually play the game in those levels. So you're missing a lot of opportunities. And unlocking a level is not going to get you to the next level. Unlocking the level, playing at that level is how you get to the next level. Does that make sense, ladies? We can't just say, yes, I had the epiphany, I'm good. I figured it out, I'm good. We have to take action, right? And it can go two, two ways. Either we just think the epiphany is good enough because it excites us in the moment and we do nothing with it. Or the biggest mistake that turns the epiphany into the epiphany trap, which is a whole, this is the whole topic of today, is two mistakes. 
and you're all gonna smile. When we have the epiphany, the two mistakes we make, we go straight to elimination and exaggeration. That's our solutions. That is how we implement our epiphanies. So think about it. Let's say you have a chocolate addiction. Let's say you came to the revelation that chocolate is a trigger for you and you can't have it around. That's our epiphany. Then guess how most women act? I'm gonna get rid of all the chocolate in the house. I'm gonna tell my kids, don't you dare bring chocolate in here. And I'm not gonna touch it for four weeks straight. Even though Halloween is coming up and then Christmas is coming up. I'm not gonna touch chocolate. I can't do it, I can't do it. It's my trigger, I can't do it, right? We have an epiphany, good epiphany or bad epiphany. That would be a bad one ignoring your triggers. So we have that and guess what we did? We eliminated, we completely eliminated something that's not realistic to keep up long-term because I like chocolate and don't want to live a life where I don't get to eat chocolate. And then number two, we exaggerated that problem. Calm down. You like your chocolate. Take a second and breathe, right? The aha moment, you are fueled. You are full of fire. Take a breath, right? We are exaggerating the problem that you just discovered or the solution that you've discovered. And you're also exaggerating the solution. You're exaggerating or picking an inflexible solution. So here's what you need to be doing, ladies. When you have an epiphany, when you have an aha moment, when you realize something good or bad about yourself or what you should or shouldn't be doing, roll with it. And then whatever your brain makes up as the solution on what to do with this new information, if it is not actionable immediately, it is not the right solution. If you can't do that today, if you can't do something right now, it is not the right solution and you are acting from a place of elimination and exaggeration. Because you can't completely eliminate chocolate today, you're not gonna go spend the rest of your night, you know, raiding your pantry and sitting down with your family. That wasn't planned, right? Right? Can't do that, right? And you can't act immediately on that solution, right? It's just not doable, it's not realistic. So, what I need you ladies to do, have you had one of these lately? And have you come up with a really intense solution or a really intense um um, revelation where you're eliminating something that doesn't make sense do you want to be eliminating that a year from now ask yourself that if the answer is no then that's probably not the answer and then ask yourself are you exaggerating the problem and the solution are you making it bigger than it needs to be and are you throwing too big of a solution at it can you implement that solution this second those are the two key things that will turn an epiphany into an actionable change in you instead of staying there and making it forward and then going back there making it forward going back there whether that's back there with your emotional state your mental state or your physical state and your weight if you're somebody that plateaus, that gets stuck, that deals with the same problems over and over again, it's elimination and exaggeration that you're pulling from. And those aren't even pretty words. Those aren't even nice words. Do they even sound like somebody you want to be? Do you want to be an eliminator and an exaggerator? 
Because that's some, some things that you want part of your identity. Do you think those two words are part of somebody who's healthy? Right, when you think of health, we don't think of eliminate and exaggerate. Those seems like they would exacerbate any issue that you have and make it very hard for you to cope and balance, right? There's no balance in the word elimination and there's no calmness in the word exaggerate. And we have to have some type of balance and we definitely gotta be calm along this journey. So really sit with that ladies. And this will happen to you multiple times. I can guarantee it. Something will happen where you feel like you are behind, where you feel like you wanna speed up, or like you feel like you haven't been performing at the standards you think you should be. In that moment, you will have a revelation and you will go to elimination and exaggeration and you will try to implement that, guess what? Monday, after the holiday, when work slows down, right? If that's the only time that you would be able to implement the solution you created, guess what? It is completely wrong. If it can't fit in right now, it is not gonna last. It is gonna give you a headache. Maybe it might speed up your results, but you're going to fall back even harder to the exact same place you were when you came up with it. That's the way that it works. You can't cheat it, you can't trick personal growth, you can't fake it, right? As much as we wish we could and skip past it, we can't. So you need to ask yourself, like, are you thinking of unrealistic solutions that you don't wanna be doing long-term or one year from now, you don't wanna have to maintain? Really sit with that, sit with that. There's no need to do crazy eliminations and there's no need to exaggerate. If you get an explosion of motivation, or even it could be a disappointment because you've realized something about yourself. There's this intense emotion, positive or negative, that makes you shift perspective on how you viewed your journey. How you react to that epiphany and what you choose to do after is how you grow. If you're wondering, how can I make it to the next level? How can I actually change? How can I make myself do the things I know I'm supposed to do or stop doing the things I'm not supposed to be doing? If you're wondering those things, you're probably trying to fix those things the wrong way. If you can't act on it instantaneously, as soon as we get off this call, it's too much. It's too much. Let yourself go. Give yourself a break. Choose something that you can do today, right? It was just Halloween, right? And if you're a chocolate addict, guess what? You can throw out your leftover candy and you can tell your kids, hide the rest from me in the pantry, right? We don't have to say, kids, dump your chocolate out. You know, pick two, that's all you get. And then there's no chocolate the rest of the month, right? We don't have to do that, but that's how our mind works. It's a scarcity thing where we're, where we, we thought we lost something or we, or maybe it's coming subconsciously from a place of, I don't want to lose this motivation. So I have to act now. Right. But by acting, by reacting as strong as the initial reaction, they both cancel each other out. If you react as strong as the initial reaction, they will fizzle out. 
You got to have strategy going into a strong emotional reaction, right? We can't answer emotion with emotion. That gives us more emotion. And in emotion, there's usually not clarity, right? Absolutely. So that's what your little homework is, ladies. What was your last aha moment? Was it today? Was it yesterday? Was it last month? Are you going to have one this week? Right? What's something that you realize, like really realize that you never thought of before? And then ask yourself, seriously ask yourself right now, what did I do with that new information? What did I do with it? Did I just say, cool, and then move on? Is that what you did? Did you implement a solution to, you know, deal with that information? Awesome. What was the solution? How did you come up with it? And are you still doing it now? And if the answer is no, pay attention to the next time you have an, this lightning strike of information and realization. And then eliminate the elimination and stop exaggerating all the exaggerations. That's all that it is. Step back and say, this is my solution. Can I do this immediately? Is it realistic long-term, right? If you had this revelation of, oh my goodness, you know, I just can't work out at night. It's never going to happen. I'm so tired. And then your solution is, I'm just going to have to wake up every morning at five o'clock and get it in. When you struggle to get your ass out of bed at 545, you snooze your alarm and you've never done a morning workout in your life, right? It's, you can't implement that immediately. You're not going to wake up earlier tomorrow. If you struggle tonight to do your workout, I can guarantee you're not going to do it early tomorrow morning, right? No need to eliminate, no need to exaggerate, calm down. Same thing with meal prep. If you've been struggling to prepare your food and build your relationship with food and put effort into your relationship with food, right? Because it's just like a relationship with a person. You have to put effort into it. If you're bored and uninspired with your food, it's because you're not giving it any attention. So if you haven't been given meal prepping attention, right? The answer isn't, I'm gonna meal prep for three hours this weekend, pull out my slow cooker, pull out my Instant Pot, right? That's not the answer. Let's just meal prep lunches this week. That's the answer. What can you do today? I can, today, I can make my breakfast for tomorrow. I can do that right before I go to bed. Something like that, ladies, okay? Catch yourself. Don't be in the epiphany trap. It will keep you trapped at the same level and you won't even notice. You'll keep having these epiphanies where they're like fake epiphanies. You've already had the same epiphany. It just looks different and it feels different. It's crazy. We keep having these like, oh, wow. Oh, finally, I get it. I get it. And if you keep saying, I get it, I finally get it. I find this is finally the time. If you catch yourself, keep saying that, yet you're in the same spot, you're in the trap. You've been in the trap. Right? So some epiphanies will stay in that trap longer than the others. Some are quicker to get out. Some you keep getting pulled back into. So some of them you do, you can act immediately and you do find a solution quite easily and real realistically. Some of them they're not. So check yourself, really just take a second. It'll be really interesting to see where your mind is at and where you go for solutions. Okay, ladies, so have fun with that. Sit down with yourself, be realistic, right? Have an epiphany. Use it as an opportunity to grow and guide you in the right direction and have a boost of motivation to do something attainable, not something that will speed you up short term because that's not going to last.